Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Baylor's Director of Athletics, Mac Rhodes with us on 365 Sports. Mac, thank you very much for your time. Does what you see in the college football landscape, which was kind of a very busy weekend when it comes to coaches, does that ever, when you're looking at anything uh, yourself, ever affect your emotions or the decision-making of what you have to do? No, I, I, I appreciate that question. I think it's, uh, you know, it's a, certainly a good question. You know, every, every one of those, you know, particular institutions, you know, those, those circumstances are always different for each one. Um, I would tell you, you know, that it, it, not really doesn't doesn't impact you know my my thought process my decision process you know I've, I've always worked hard to, to make decisions based on you know sound criteria um you know make make decisions where you know to block out where i'm blocking out the the, the noise and the and the outside outside influences and and so again based on sound criteria gut you know not not emotions you know to, to try to truly try to get to you know what what i think is is best for the uh for the program so um am i aware of of the of the changes yeah absolutely but uh but do, do they influence um my my decision making uh process no a couple of weeks ago, I had a chance, not this week, but last, to sit down with Dave as I do and, uh, and enjoy that time with him. But I, I, he even brought up that he understands the storm, so to speak, around his name right now because of the results of this season. Do you get the impression, uh, or, or is he right now coaching for his job these last couple of weeks? I, I would say that, you know, I don't, I don't think that Dave, Dave looks at it you know, that way at all. I think Dave, Dave is focused and, and, and I completely, you know, um, so support. He's, he's focused on, 
you know, what what he has to do, right, to, to win, you know, our our next opponent, you know, versus versus TCU, right? We we have a saying that, you know, one and oh and uh for him to to be focused and uh on on that next opponent and uh give our give ourselves, you know, give our, our, our young men uh, the, the very best chance that, that, uh, that we can have in, in, uh, in going up to, to Fort Worth and, and playing well and, and having an opportunity to be, to be TCU. You know, I think our coaches, that's where their, their mindset is. But, um, um, and so that's, that's, that's his approach. And, um, and that's, that's my expectation. Um, that that's what we're focused on. Uh, we're focused on TCU. Mac, um, how much more complicated in the last few years has the math become when making decisions about improvements for a, a you know a team for a, a season next? Whether that's do you spend more on your coaching staff? Do you spend more on one thing? Do you have to to point money in different directions outside of of the of the traditional avenues? Is it much more difficult to make those decisions because of the now you've added even more money and more finances into this with NIL and and all those other things? Yeah, I, I think Paul. I mean, I think the the thing that that's changed you know, change it for, for everybody is, you know, can you really be a developmental program um, mm-hmm. given the, the, uh, the, the transfer portal and the, uh, and the, uh, and name image likeness. And so I think the, the fluidity of roster, you know, every year and, and, and how that looks and, you know, name image likeness and, uh, you know, particularly collective name image likeness and uh, how that that's going to impact roster. Obviously, you know, when you think about, you know, basketball and, and the sizes of those rosters, 13, you know, in terms of men's basketball, 15 in, in terms of women's basketball, when we think about allowable scholarship student athletes, that's much different than, than, than 85 with, with football. And, and, you know, by the time you, you include walk-ons, it's just call it uh, 110. And so, you know, that's, that's what's changed uh, dramatically and, you know, has, has really flipped uh, our, our industry, you know, upside, upside down. Are you, are you having conversations certainly about, you know, uh, additional position here or there, um, you know, any, any type of, I guess, personnel, you know, additions, subtractions, um, you know, those are, those are all part of, part of the conversation. Mac, how often do you think that because of what, when coaches become hot commodities, you've had some yourself where you've been, and everybody seems to have one, uh, how much do you feel like, and this is a general question, do colleges, universities, or athletic administrators bid against themselves when it comes to extensions? Yeah, that's a, I mean, that's that's a, a great question, you know, and you know, I think reality is, um, you know, there's there's some positions that are that are open right now that um, there'll there'll be some some candidates that are either targets and or, you know, they're they're interviewed for right, and they'll end up, you know, getting getting a raise or, or getting getting an extension. And I I think those institutions um, that that have those particular coaches that have had had that 
success. Um, absolutely. They've, they've got to weigh it and, um, you know, uh, and, and measure it and balance it. And, you know, um, I would say protect, protect their investment. And, um, and so, you know, it's a, it's a balance. And, and I think, you know, um, you, you certainly, you know, um, are going to do, do what you can to protect your investment, but, but do it in, in, uh, or, or try to do it in a, in a responsible, uh, responsible manner. Mac, when it comes to the, the shifting landscape, do you feel like Baylor still is able to, to kind of know who it is and who it will be moving forward? Or is that something that you guys are still trying to figure out how what Baylor wants to be fits into what it is going to be in the future? Yeah, I, I think, you know, Craig, um, I think that it's a year-by-year, you know, Maybe it's even a day by day conversation now, but but I do think it's a it's a it's a year by year. I think this thing is is evolving so so quickly. And you know, earlier I talked about you know being a developmental program. Well, you know, maybe maybe a portion, you know, a, a smaller um, portion of your roster can be. Um, you know, as 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 we all know, right? There's there's very little patience. You know, for for having a, a down year uh, and an off year, and so you you've got to be thinking, you know, about present talent, you know, um, quality of roster in the in the moment, and uh, and so you know how do you how you navigate that is is certainly is certainly different. You know, we've talked about you know our name, image, and likeness, and um, you know, again, I. I don't think we're we're in the in the lower half. Um, I don't think we're in the in the probably, you know, upper upper two or three. But you know, that's an area that we're going to grow have to grow, and uh, and it's it's an area we've grown in, and it's an area that we're going to have to continue to grow. Um, you know, that has that has consequences. Um, you know, for a for an institution like Baylor, where you know um, we're a an institution that's the, the size of, you know, 14,500, you know, students when you think about undergraduate po- population. So we don't have the masses uh, and masses of, of alums. And so how can we garner more name, image, and likeness opportunities um, or not, not Baylor, but how can GXG do that, right, and, and go out to our donors? And, and, and how do we do that without impacting what we're asking them to do for, for us, you know, whether it's fair foundation scholarship, you know, facilities, all of that. And there's, there's some give and take and consequences to it. So it's, it's, um, it's a challenge. It's, uh, but it's, it's one that, you know, um, I think that um, we're, we're in the midst of, and, you know, I've, I've said it before that, you know, really feel like, you know, the, the, the industry and, and where it's headed that, you know, we're going to take some body blows. We're, we're going to, we, um, you know, this is a, a 10 round heavyweight fight and, uh, early on we're, we're going to take some, some body blows. And I think we're right in the middle of that. Um, but I also think we'll, we'll keep standing and, you know, we'll end up winning these, this thing in, in the later round. And, um, you know, I'm really proud of, of our coaches. I'm really proud of our, our staff. Um, for being resilient, uh, for, for being resourceful and, uh, and, and strategic. And, um, 
we'll we'll navigate this thing and um and we'll continue to be be nationally relevant and i don't i don't want to say that you know flippant because um that's not just going to happen that that is a lot of hard work in terms of um what we are facing today in this in this industry the networks, the TV networks that make the decisions on the games that they want, and if obviously if you're nationally ranked or you're a team that's in the mix for a conference or even the college football playoff, they're going to want uh, teams in the prime time or even their big game at 11 on Fox or whatever it is on the other stations as well. But this is now going to be, I believe, five consecutive weeks of ESPN+. And that's just the way things are. How frustrating is it when you're trying to build up and also maintain your image or your branding at Baylor? Yeah, I, I think it, um, you know, I, I think it is, it is certainly frustrating. Um, but I also think that, hey, it's, it's what goes along with when you're, when you're having a season that you're struggling. And, um, and, you know, uh, as you, as you mentioned, it's, it's about matchups. And so, you know, for, for us to be, you know, uh, the, one of the preferred games being on a, on a linear broadcast, you know, we've, we've got to, you know, um, win more games and, you know, over the, over the course of, of particularly, you know, the, the last, you know, two to three years, you know, we've, we've been a prominent brand on, on the linear, uh, broadcast. And uh, and because we we struggle this year, we we have it. So um, we gotta we gotta get better. We gotta win more games. Mac, on the uh, subject of ESPN Plus, I was uh, looking through emails sent about the recent Board of Regents uh, meeting and, and some of the actions taken. And it mentioned that as required by the Big Twelve, Regents approved funding to improve broadcast capabilities, allocating twenty four point two five million for construction of a broadcast production center in McLean and also upgrade some of the, the video technology and that some of that will be supported by a capital investment from PlayFi, which is your multimedia rights holder. Can you just discuss that, what, what that means, the, and the, uh, I guess the requirement by the Big 12 uh, as far as the, the TV production side of things go? No, it's, I'll, I'll try to do it, you know, um, because it's, it's complicated. But, you know, with – with the new TV contract, right, that starts July 1, 2025, you know, we, we need to have the ability to produce, you know, linear and, and digital sim- uh, broadcast simultaneously. Um, we, don't, we don't have that capability right now. Okay. Um, we also have, you know, an antiquated uh, control room and, uh, and production rooms to, to run the video boards. And so – you know what we're what we're constructing, what we're building would be two control rooms, and so we'd we'd have the ability to uh, to, to you know broadcast simultaneously again both linear and, and digital. We'll have one central location now to run the uh, run the video boards. You know at the pavilion, at the Fox Pavilion, at uh, at the Farrell Center, at McLean Stadium at uh, certainly baseball and softball. And so um, that will be a, a huge win. Obviously, um, you know, brand new state-of-the-art uh, equipment. The, the current equipment is, is antiquated. And it also provides us an ability to, to generate some, uh, some revenues. Um, you know, ESPN will pay us um, 
uh, a flat fee for production of uh, Olympic sports uh, games, whether again, um, that could be on a, on a linear platform or, or a digital platform. And um, also the same for, for football, men's and women's basketball. So it uh, is a, a project that, you know, we, uh, we, we certainly need and, and grateful to the, the Board of Regents for their, for their support. And then, you know, McLean Stadium opened up in, in 2014 and in the, the lifespan of, of that video technology, the main, the main video board, the ribbon board, um, all of that has exceeded its, its lifespan. You know, usually that's, you know, seven to eight years. And, and so um, you're starting to see it, you know, compromise right now. Um, and so just replacing out uh, all of that. And then, you know, working with, as you mentioned, Craig, multi, our multimedia rights partner, Playfly to add, some additional technology, you know, we'll, we'll add a, a North video board in McLean. We'll put a, a video board on the back end of the main video board, the backside, and then do some, some video technology over the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, home team entrance tunnel, um, into the stadium and, and all of those, those three pieces of, of new technology will help us, uh, generate additional revenue as well. Man, things move fast like nine years, and you're I like, know, yeah, that's it's, old. Yeah. it's dusty. Like, not even a decade yeah, old. Not like and, your, your yeah. stadium was built in 1950, and you're, yeah. you're getting around to it just in 2014. Okay, Matt, can you help us sift through the Big 12 tiebreaker situation? I, don't, I bet you haven't even really had anybody maybe sit down and say that's on the agenda tomorrow for the Big 12 ADs, have you? So, um, <laughs> you know, we – just so you, we, we had the, the Big 12 AD call today, and uh, we did not not discuss it. And uh, t- tomorrow we, we won't. But it is it is uh, it is absolutely you know complicated, and uh, and it's, you know something that you know we the ADs will come together and and uh, and approve just uh, with a, a couple a uh, couple small tweaks. Last thing, if you don't mind, there was an announcement tomorrow or yesterday about TCU Baylor, and uh, a lot of people have called it the rivalry. It's now the Blue Bonnet Trophy or Bowl. Um, I mean, this is a very intense rivalry, as you know, and I've seen kind of a, a lot of harsh reactions to what it's being called, and some like it. Of course, at this time, people are going to like it or not. What was the overall background on doing that? Yeah, you know, so I'm grateful to to both student government associations, both TCU and and, and Baylor, and they really came together and uh, and and ran with it. And uh, you know, for for us here at Baylor, Nick and Lily uh, were were terrific. And you know, we didn't we didn't have a, a place, you know, in terms of the the naming of it. And uh, again, you know, they they really wanted to, you know. Um, kind of rebrand, refresh uh, this this new moniker, if 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 you will, you know, so to speak. And you know, it's as you mentioned, it's a really really important game. Um, Jeremiah Donati and, and I were part of that that small working group, you know, four or five of us that worked on on the schedule. And as you know, uh, is only one of four protected games games that will be played every year. And so the value of the of the rivalry, I think is 
is uh, is is really important. It's really important to uh, to the Big Twelve. Um, there's always some special nuances to it, you know, when you think about you know who we are. Both both private, you know, schools, smaller schools, both have had great success. You know, when I when I talked about family, we we have you know and, and two family members facing facing off versus one another. You know, we've got our nose tackle Cooper Lands who's facing off against, you know, his his uh, his brother who's TCU center uh, senior center John, and so um, you you have you know that that component to it, and so um, it's a it's a great rivalry and. Uh, you know, 119 times and, you know, the most played in the, in the state of Texas and uh, just appreciate the, 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 the student governments from each institution taking it and, uh, and running with it. Thank you, Mac. Appreciate your time. Mac Rhodes, Baylor director of athletics with us. Most Tuesdays are about 4, 15, 4, 20. Uh, and there are times of course, with business, a conflict uh, that he is not available to be a part of the show. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.